Welcome to Did You Know Podcast. It's all about love and relationships. Where we talk about what's in your heart and in your mind, but never reach your lips. Truth you do not want to face. The silent conversations you have with yourself that won't go away. Let's talk. Submit your questions to dykquestions at gmail.com. Hi guys, welcome to Did You Know Podcast, where we are talking about love and relationships. This episode, we're going to address one question before we get into some things for women. Amen. Um, And the question is, it's a question that we received, and the question was this. The question is, why is it I'm so comfortable with another other than my mate? Why am I so comfortable while I am in a cheating position? Why am I less stressful around another person than with my mate or my spouse? And that is the question that was asked. And we're going to address that question first by saying, there are some other things that went wrong if you got a mate and somebody else. There's a, a, a significant other and somebody else. There's something else that went wrong long before you got to this place of comfort with this other person. Uh, if you are a spouse and you are cheating, the reason, one of the reasons we would address first, there's a problem with your that you did not make with the covenant that you have to make with your eyes when you have a mate. You have to make a covenant with your eyes, number one, because I don't care who your mate or spouse is, there's going to be somebody out there physically that will be attractive to you if you do not make a covenant with your eyes and say as you will only once and for all only attach yourself to somebody in any other manner than being a friend or a acquaintance you will not look on anybody else shape form beauty of anything else other than my wife or my spouse or my significant other that is the covenant that you have to make and if you don't make that covenant remember you will find somebody that you will be physically attracted to with your eyes that is what got you where you are now. The first thing you received from your spouse or your significant other was you was physically attracted through your eyes. So that is the first thing. That is the thing that you have to go back and find out what it was or when it was that you broke covenant with eyes. And then you have to go and find out what led up to where you are now. But to address that question, why do you feel so comfortable with the other is because with the other there is no responsibility. With the other there is no one looking to you for sustainment. With the other there is no place where you have to be or have to do. There's no accountability with the other. 
That is why you feel so at ease. That is why you feel so relaxed. Because the lack of accountability releases you from being accountable to something. And the something that it is, you're always going to be accountable to your spouse, to your significant other. You are accountable, especially if you have a spouse. You are accountable. And that is the reason that you feel so easy because you can easily walk away from that situation. You are not tired of buying to it in any way. You can turn around and just walk away. But you cannot turn and just walk away from a wife or a spouse. You can't just turn and walk away. There's some accountability. There's some actions that will be taken or actions that you have to take to just walk away. That is not going to work. But as long as you are in that situation and as long as you start to be in that type of environment, there's, it is impossible for you not to rob one to pay the other because anything that you take from your area of responsibility and take it someplace else, you are literally robbing the place from where you are responsible. You're not responsible for the lights in someplace else. That is why you don't care that much and it don't look so bad on you if the lights get turned off at your sit girlfriend's house versus your wife's house. If your lights get turned off there, people are going to look at you and say, wow, something is definitely wrong. You can't pay the light bill. Well, that is why. And that is the same reason when you leave home, you leave home knowing that you're going to walk away from responsibility to a place where there is no accountability. Very important. But the most important part about that situation is you need to go back and find out what caused that situation. And if you go back to the foundation, what you build, you'll find out you're going to find some cracks in it. And when you find those cracks, you need to repair them. Go back to the previous podcast and it'll tell you all about the things that go into a foundation. You have literally taken and built something or tried to build something and now it's not standing. It is not standing because of the foundation. It is cracked and you need to go back and find out what is missing. You need to go back and find out where you start to go off course. You need to go back and literally sit down, take the time and address what it was because it won't change. The problem with that is we won't change it. We may think we change it, but what we do is we take that, whatever that issue is, from one relationship to the next. That means when you Get out of this relationship, you'll get in another, but you'll take the issue with you. The issue that you got to go and address, you brought it to the relationship that you're in now because you did not address it when it should have been addressed when it came up. That is his problem. They're her problem. That is the key. The key is to go back and understand what you did. And when you go back and you find out you have to identify what it is, then you have to hold your own self accountable for what it is and what it was that you have gotten into. 
Walking into it would be a lot easier than walking out of it because now you got to go hope and be accountable to a person that you should have never, ever lost that accountability. You should have never lost it. Something went wrong and you didn't handle it when it started to go wrong. Now, I hope I answered your question a little bit about why you feel so at ease at the other place. It is because of the responsibility that you are refusing to carry from your spouse or your house or from that place of responsibility. You are refusing to shoulder that responsibility. And because of that, you have found some place where you have no responsibility. That is the key. So go back, undo what you have done, find out where that place is, and redo, repair that foundation. Redo what you have known to have known that you have done wrong. You have to go back and you have to undo what you did. You have to go back. You cannot go forward. You have to go backwards. That is the only problem with where you are. But the only person that can solve your problem right now is you. Remember what we said in a previous podcast that out of all the types of love, out of all the types of relationship, there's only one love that can repair every relationship. And it's only one love that can repair every other type of love and that is agape that is love unconditionally that is the love that can repair your situation but you got to go back and you got to deal with it and you got to deal with it from a standpoint of i have to be accountable for me first i have to be accountable so that is the crust of that question but if you have any more quality please don't Hesitate to let us know what it is. We will address it. Promise you. Now let's get to what I started to talk about. This session was women. Women and some things that women do that literally drives a man crazy. And one of those things that women need to learn is men do not respond to negativity in a positive way. We do not respond positive to negativism. And when we start to be negative as women toward men, we have to figure out how to respond to your negativism. And for us, sometimes, some of the things and some of the ways we use is not really appropriate, is not good for the relationship itself because nobody literally likes to be really responded to in a negative way, even though if they're given negativity, they don't expect negativity in return. And when you get negativity in return, it normally explodes into other things. So you you find yourself when you are negative to men, men have a way of finding out their best way to respond to it. Now, some men, number one, respond to your negativism by avoidance. They just will avoid you. They will do anything to be around you. They'll avoid you. They'll start to work overtime. They'll start to take 
jobs at the church, you're working around the church, they'll start to do things with the kids where you're not there, they'll start to involve themselves in area and into activities, into things to keep from being around you. That does not make for a good relationship. So when we start to talk about women and negativity, men will make themselves find a habit whether they want to do it or not if you are negative all the time. Negative is not a way to get a man to do or to literally get him to esteem you even more. You cannot do it through negative. You can't be negative all the time. Most men don't want you to compare them with no other man. They don't want to hear what somebody else did. They don't want to know what somebody else did. They just want to be them. They're not interested in anything that somebody else do when you compare them to them. When you hear somebody else's wife say, well, my husband did this, you take that and you run home. Well, Sister Jim's husband did this. She did his, he do this. Men are not literally in the place to be compared. They want to be themselves. Everybody has something that they're good at. Most men are not good at everything. They're good at something, but they're not good at everything. And that's okay. But don't be negative. Don't drive a wedge between. And when you find yourself in a negative situation, you can almost identify by what's going on around you that it's a negative environment. You can communicate, but you can't have conversation. Different between the two. When you're in a negative environment, when you get negativism, negative all the time, it causes a man to literally have to respond to your negative with a positive, and sometimes he runs out of positive things to say. Sometimes he want to be negative too. And that is one point. One point is if you are very negative all the time, your spouse, your man will find something to keep him from the neg- negativity. That is what he does. That is one of the things that he will do when he finds himself in that situation. So, we're not going to be negative and we're not going to compare him to other people, especially to other men. He do not like it. And when you do, even though he may not respond to your negativism with negative statements or negative actions, there is something inside of him saying, this is just, I, I don't know if I can take this. He will go to the screen to separate himself from you. That is what he would do to avoid arguments, to avoid thing that he know would come if he responded negative to negative. So don't be negative. Negative negativity is one of the things that will literally take a man and keep him from exalting you because nobody wants to be around negative all the time. All the time. Nobody wants it. So we will address this a little bit more next week, but To the relationship itself, negativism is a thing that will cause withdrawal. We're going to go through some of the things that you can do about it. We're going to talk about some of the things that help solve it. But we have to understand that 
If you are in that environment, it is toxic to any man. Negativism is toxic to any man. You tell him what he can do and watch how he changes. Tell him what he is good at and watch how he changes. Tell him what his positive points are and just watch his reactions. So, through the holiday season, we're not going to be negative. We're not going to compare nobody to nobody. We're going to be a perfect, not perfect, but anyway, in a perfect state. State of non-negatism. We're not going to be negative to any way to the best of our ability. We're not going to compare to the best of our ability. Until the next time, we're going to talk about this a little bit more. And we're going to ask that you will kind of literally take time before we talk. Before we speak, take time to literally think about what it is we're going to say. Is it going to be positive or is it going to be negative? Uh, Have a good holiday season. I'll see you after Christmas. I'll see you before New Year's. Until then, you know what we say. Be who you are because it's the best person to be.